0: Well, hey, Gundamaniacs, welcome to the Gundam Explained Show. It is the 30th of March, so already nearing the end of March. Did this year just start? Do we have conversations about the year going by fast until like August, and then people start talking about holidays coming
1: up? Right. And then you're like, where did the year go? <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: um no but yeah thanks everyone for joining um hopefully we don't have any crashes i've been you know planning around that again if it crashes i'll be right back but always let us know if there's a little audio uh things i can fix but yeah goose thanks for showing up uh you were with us yesterday on steven's channel that was a lot of fun Um, yeah
1: yeah that was a blast
0: continuing the isaac that we found out can also be a Zach if you wanted it to be
1: yeah, you know, who who thought that they would give you all these option parts in a kit from the early nineties? Like
0: I know, that that's pretty cool. Uh but Neo X, good to see you. Ian Hansen Armod, good to see you. Travis Wadlow, how messed up would it be if I started greeting y'all with happy birthday? Yeah. In context of which Mercury, maybe that is messed up. Uh, a little bit. So uh Jam Kel X, good to see you. Twinsies, says Ian. Yeah, the backwards hat, I think is doing yeah. it. you can't tell us apart it, it,
1: and both gundam branded i think i mean
0: oh yeah that look is at great. that i like that one i like that rx 782 head
1: with the green oh yeah, head. yeah we'll that's... keep it this way for the uh for the stream so that okay, we can you, you know represent
0: yeah um let's see lad, good to see you santo bell good oh glad you're here santo bell i'm gonna be talking about your Little gift here shortly. Barry BB, good to see you, Johnny Tacoma SR5. Um, oh, and coincidentally, it is Barry BB's birthday. So I think in that event, it doesn't count. Like his death doesn't <laughs> count. Like because it's yeah. really his birthday.
1: Um, yes, happy birthday, Barry. Yeah, happy birthday
0: indeed. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Like I just was talking about Stephen's um show we did yesterday. Lots of fun. Link in the description, Goose with was with us. It's a lot of fun with three people. Um, And you were even, you kind of, so first you had the members only stream earlier in the week where you were talking about using like the LED filament, I guess within resin casted like effect parts.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. Stay tuned for that because that might be something that like, you know, I throw up on the shop where, you know, if you want some beam saber parts that are, that are light up, you know, high grade, because, I mean, everybody has like LED kits for master grades and perfect grades, but you know, we, we gotta give some love to these to these uh, one one forty fourth scale kits.
0: Yeah, Robot um, Spirits gets that love straight from the company with all the awesome effect parts. So yeah, to see <laughs> stuff for the Gumpla.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, we've got these light up filaments that uh, that I'll be casting in some um, some resin parts. Uh, we we've got some some prototypes here that have a couple flaws, but we're going to work out the kinks and hopefully have something something to share.
0: That is awesome. I I can't wait. I want to be your first uh, customer actually when that comes out cuz that's the type of stuff that like I would get for my gunpla all of them.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's just those little touches that help push it over the edge and you know cuz cuz you know you, you've been getting into airbrushing and and yep. panel lining and and doing like all these awesome little customizations and so you know whatever we can do to to crank it to 11 so to speak
0: yeah and light up stuff like that is always is always cool um yeah so you know speaking of that that and that might answer the question but any other gundam related stuff did you get into this week
1: uh well we do have a new 3d model that uh is going out to the patreon uh members on saturday april fools um oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking like hey i'm gonna joke with everybody and like you know i, I don't know post something silly like oh yeah here's like a, a tiny Amro pilot or something but or you know
0: an stl of an stl
1: <laughs> yeah <does that> <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but but then i was like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, tease tease the patreon yeah. supporters like that so um, no, I'm I'm very excited about this model. It's a personal favorite of mine. So, um, oh, I'm just trying to nail the pose down right today, and then we'll, we'll okay. get that going. What about you? What what Gundam related? You yeah. know, aside from, of course, you know the tier list yesterday, oh, and yeah. the good, comparison video on Monday.
0: Good point. Yeah, that that comparison video. I thought it was neat. Again, like I'm as someone that I like to consider myself an artist to some degree. I love creating things. I love seeing the different looks of the aerial, why that exists. To me, it's like I, I like to dive into the artist. So, And I brought yeah. this up yesterday. Like with Hot Toys, there's this individual named JC Hong that he's the one that sculpts the faces. And so it's like a lot of times when you're buying that product, you know you're getting something that was envisioned by him. And it, even like the, the Verka version of yeah. Toki stuff, it's like, oh, that's the artist's interpretation. So when I saw that, High grade aerial. I'm like, who was it? One person that was like, I want to do it like this. Or was it maybe designed by committee, which is still cool. It could be a bunch of people at Bandai making Gunpla. It's like, okay, let's make this yeah. different than the cartoon. But in what way? so
1: right and when you're dealing with something that is articulated and has to move in a certain way like it, it's always one thing to be a mechanical designer for a show where it's like oh well we'll you know we'll just animate it however we want <laughs> yeah. um but then it's like well when you have to actually create something physical that moves and you're like well i don't know how this joint is gonna kind of right. work so you kind of have to make some concessions there and, and I, I mean i'm learning that myself when i'm doing some of these 3d models for 3d printing because right. i'm like
0: yeah
1: you know it, even something as silly as like the uh, the sort of skirt overhang that hangs over like a Zaku foot, you know, you're like, well, I can't turn the foot in certain ways because then it clips into the to the skirt. So it's like you kind of have to get very creative with how you pose things, and
0: yeah, and that even speaks on that that Isaac because even the the construction was kind of interesting too where you're kind of putting the pieces together and then like final there, there's that final piece that really snaps everything in place.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, cool stuff. Um so there's that video, there was then the tier list video which as I was tearing it, I was like, you know what? I which is so new to me. I don't really have strong opinions on things other than the Demi trainer or the that Demi mobile suit. I love that look. Um,
1: it's so cool.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is cool. And um, so other than that, this week, you know, I've been playing a little bit of GBO2. I had that Atlas video go up. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit when we get to some of the news. But yeah, the Atlas suit dropped in GBO2, which awesome. on one hand, that's surprising. But on the other hand they keep putting interesting UC suits in anyway. It's just that Atlas is such a unique design on its own.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're giving Thunderbolt a lot of love recently. I mean, first it was that goof with the flight pack, um, Mm. which is awesome. Um, I know.
0: That's just a a cool idea. Yeah. And, and then I think they have so many others too. Like they have a, that GM Kai, they have the psycho Zaku and they have the Gundam itself. There could be others too. I think there are. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, someone's saying, "Is it me or does Adam sound low?" Hey, that that could be it. I can turn it up, and then you guys let me know. Sweet. Um, what? But thanks for that, Goose. Thank you. Um, yeah. so, um, oh, MG Atlas Verka, maybe. Well, that's interesting because I almost feel like the Thunderbolt designs are taking that kind of Verka. Wait! Don't tell me it's gonna freeze. You better again. not. Uh, okay. Well, on my end, everything is frozen. So <laughs> well, I, I still, still hear you. Continue. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it's it's interesting how the designs in Thunderbolt are kind of like a modernization of what Kotoki was doing anyway. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, and so. And chat will probably confirm this for me. Is I think that the master grade Psycho Zaku and full armor Gundam from Thunderbolt those are Verka, aren't they? I mean, the the box art oh. looks like Verka to me. That um, that
0: could be that. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're saying that uh, they can't see us anymore. I cannot believe it. Um. I don't know. I mean, I guess we can still talk
1: a little bit while I figure it out. Uh, but, yeah, um, I mean the uh, the audio still seems to be coming through, right?
0: Yeah, which is cool, but then that might uh, that might mess it up. Yeah, it's really weird because I can.
1: It's like full podcast mode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, huh.
0: Well, uh, it's like I'm afraid to like stop and then start again, uh, guys. I know you always have to deal with this. Goose <laughs> is saying, "Don't worry about it. Keep going." But there's so many things I was gonna show. So oh,
1: I know. I there's show. like so many screen shares that we have queued up. Um.
0: Yeah. Let me. Um. Well, if I'll, if you refresh
1: Wirecast, will it kill the stream or will it? Uh... To keep it going the way you know, that it does when it good, crashes that's a good question let me so we need to like have that uh that clip from john wick uh queued up for every time there's a uh a crash <laughs> yeah i guess uh well i'm glad <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: we're back okay well i'm glad we're back because yeah on my end it's still acting funky but we can we can keep going i i if i can get the v- visual stuff up yeah and it looks like it's all there Again, sorry, guys. And you know what? This time, this time, I had, um, okay, I came up with some other error. I'm just going to ignore it. If something explodes, we know why. Okay. um, ah, Okay. So let me then, before something happens, I am going to change the scene. Uh, Hopefully you guys can see this. Uh, so what we're seeing is a, um, oh, that just popped in my head. Another reason it could be freezing up like this is because I have it set to ultra low latency. And I wonder if maybe there's, Ooh. Uh, so that could be it for next time, guys. Which is
1: <laughs> ideal for chat. but
0: Yeah, that, and that was the main reason, but maybe with all this stuff going on. But anyway, what we're looking at right here is a, a 1-100, I believe, scale, 1-100 scale uh, G-Savior that was custom-made by Santo Bell um, because he knows how much I love G-Savior, and I have the uh, the 144 scale next to it, so you can kind of see that, that difference there.
1: Um, yeah, the weathering on it's spectacular.
0: I know. The weathering's great, and another interesting thing, too, and I'll have to do this in a... Maybe a proper video. But like the the G Savior itself has some very interesting designs on it, especially the shoulders that I don't really know how to replicate on the 144th scale. But Santo Bell was able to find some interesting stickers that almost replicated that exactly. Um and I think that helps because it's it's really hard, you know, with this 144th version to really make it look uh it's it's hard to say movie accurate cuz it's really just cg like a cg <laughs> model accurate one and it really has to do with the details on the shoulders so yeah um, yeah I, uh, I just i love it um i just wish there was a proper a, a proper bandai made master grade g savior and i know why they don't have one but uh, <laughs> You know, but one odd thing is, it is funny the amount of love I see for G-Savior on Twitter, especially. Like, people are yeah. really positive about it. I
1: mean, it's uh, it's got that cult appeal to it that's, you know... It, yeah. It's like one of those sci-fi channel uh, movies, but but Gundam.
0: Yeah, and where it's like, okay, they actually put the budget on the actors, even if it's, you know, a lower yeah. budget. Um <laughs> okay. So next is this, the Blue Destiny. This is something I completed Um, just, yeah, this week. Funny story. I had completed it. I decided to try a different type of matte top coat. It was Alclad 2 matte. And the idea was because I want to be able to airbrush because it's cheaper and I feel like I have more control than a rattle can. But as soon as I was done, there was white frosting all over it, and I was just, it was like chalky. And I was just like, <laughs> I ruined this. And so I'm like, work during my work day, in every meeting, I'm just like, my blue destiny. What am I gonna do? <laughs> like, I couldn't. So luckily, I just got some isopropyl alcohol and cotton swab, and I actually went through and I was able to fix it. And I gotta say, and we were talking about this yesterday, Stephen. I wonder if the issue came from me maybe mixing certain types of chemicals that are like within for instance the panel line uh ink that i use i think it was reacting to that caused that little white look but again i was able to i was shocked that i was able to easily go through clean it up i was even prepared for stickers to be removed
1: (sighs) but the stickers were fine that's good i know they were still held intact yeah. yeah man you know it's uh, gunpla is a gunpla is a first of all the the new top coat that you have on it looks amazing i mean yeah. that that looks like it looks like a robot spirits or like a uh, like a mobile suit in action finish like. yeah
0: it's that ts30 flat and i i wonder if the the coat that i had originally that messed up some of it was still there there was that that texture that was blocking light from reflecting and i think yeah. putting the flat over that kind of helped elevate the look I was going for. So I think inadvertently I made it look better than I was anticipating.
1: <laughs> you maybe discovered like an accidental top coating technique that, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we were talking about this yesterday uh, over on, on, on my stream that like, you know, there's so many different chemicals interacting with one another. Um, you know, you almost, when it comes to correcting mistakes on Gunpla, you know, you kind of want to elevate from one solvent to the next right so it's like you know if it doesn't come off with water try mineral spirits if it doesn't come off with mineral spirits isopropyl alcohol if alcohol doesn't do it then we step up to like some of the acetates and stuff like that Mm. because you know you want to try and start with the mildest uh solution to take it off um but you know when you have your panel line liquid is basically You know thinned with mineral spirits so if you use mineral spirits to strip something off then it's going to strip off your panel lining it's
0: Hmm. yeah science i I gotta (laughs) yeah i know science right it's like i i need a science more dude because i'd be better at gun playing but no it it is actually very interesting you know and like i want to say most of the time i and i've shown it before like the my gm3 i will ruin something but I was able to save this due to the isopropyl alcohol. So I guess keep that in mind, because I think you can maybe think you might have ruined something. As long as it didn't melt, <laughs> then yeah. it's probably good. <laughs> Another thing to show off real quick that I'm just really proud of is the backpack was originally blue, and I was able to airbrush it and give it just that, looks a, good. that, that nice dark coat. Um, anyway, I'll do a full review on this. I, I just... I'm just so happy it turned out like that um okay another thing and this I think is super awesome I talked about this on a live stream that I did over the weekend so Stephen are you familiar with these HCM pro figures
1: they're 200 yeah yeah I actually have that uh, that Titans Oh, you um, do have it. Okay. Yeah, so I, I have three of those. One of them is the Titans Mark II. I've got the Zeta Gundam, and I've got a Zazabi.
0: Okay. So was that the one you were showing me before that was in Waverider mode?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've got it over on the shelf up there. but.
0: Okay. So having an HDM Pro in hand, to me, this is top tier. I would be buying awesome. all of these if it wasn't – It it's almost like you might as well just be buying high grades and master grades at this price yeah. point there's some of these but it's it's like a full-on it's a it's a model kit pretty much it and it it just for its size and scale it, it's almost uh, it's almost like a a real grade just because there's enough of the detail the articulation is really good the the sculpt um
1: it They're has painted yeah pre-painted they, you it have like decals thing. and things on them
0: yeah, th- that I love decals. So, but you can take off the chest piece here, um, which uh, is interesting. Just another added little thing where you can look inside the chest. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna start collecting these. There's not like a whole lot, but there's yeah. enough cool ones. Like there's a GM sniper. Ooh, totally want to cool. get that. And yeah, Nike's saying HCM Pro stands for High Complete Model Progressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of words slapped because, together. And I don't know if, you know, the, the the ones that I have, you can see there's like little nub marks on them. Like they are, yeah. they were model kits that were just pre-assembled before packaging. So like, um And there's yeah, still I,
0: parts. And I don't know if you ended up getting one in a box, but there's still parts on runners. Like when yeah. I got mine that I had to clip off. Yeah, I thought,
1: yeah. Yeah, uh, usually like the beam saber is, is on a runner. Yep.
0: And it has the hand molded on, which I'm not gonna complain, to be honest. <laughs> That's, yeah. So anyone else in chat, if you ever get these, let me know what you think, what you
1: suggest, um, because- Yeah, very highly articulated. Yeah. You can pose them really, really well.
0: And the detail, it, it does the thing I really like, where in the uh, ankle you can see like the metallic paint.
1: Oh, very cool. I mean, and
0: that's just a little detail. It's like they didn't have to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could have had solid color plastic and it'd be just as happy. But And yeah. another thing about those HCM Pros, yeah, fascinating, the Zeta Gundam is fully transformable without parts swapping. So, like, oh. even the high-grade Zeta Gundam that's, has, you know, yeah. bigger, you know, you have to do part swapping to transform it. The HCM Pro one, it just collapses in on itself
0: okay that's gonna be my next buy and there's also a rigazi i saw yeah and that's a little pricey yeah some of them are a bit pricey but a great line if people are into the gundam stuff and you want more than just you know a high grade or something that's a great line absolutely um, so another thing i'll show real quick is and it's just i just got a whole bunch of stuff at the same time so i'm really just showing all that off um this is the Woundwort from, you know, Advance Zeta. It's the Metal Robot Spirits. And as neat as it is to have something like this, for the price, I don't think it was worth it. Really? Um, especially because then I need to buy the add-on pack to do the rest of the stuff for it. Right. And that's another $80. It's, it's just amazing to get this. I think that aspect is what made it worth it for me. It's just having a metal-framed – another metal-framed Advance of Zeta unit. So, nothing. Yeah. It's like I don't even know if I would do a review on that. Uh, well, and unless... it's, it's
1: a very unique design, um, even yeah. among the Advance of Zeta. It reminds me of the Mac Knife.
0: <laughs> oh, which which one?
1: The The Mac Knife, I think, from a G-Reco.
0: Oh, not familiar with that one. Yeah. I see. It's just another show I got to –
1: Um, that's the best part is we've got like 40 years of content to cover. I know
0: (laughs) I am not even done because eventually I'm going to do commentaries for all shows and episodes and that's going to take up time, but I think that would be fun anyway. Oh yeah. Here's an interesting one in our mod. Ian actually has two because when this is robot spirits, when it first came out, there was an issue with the ankle where they put the wrong ankle on. And it wasn't that noticeable. And and I remember uh, they gave you the option. Do you want to get this version or wait for the new one? So I got mine, I think, through Hobby Link Japan. And I just said, I'll wait for the new one. Um, but Ian went ahead and got the original as well as the new one. And he posted uh, pictures Online of the differences between the two, and you can't tell. You can't tell one is messed up. But I guess that is some neat quality control, I guess, that Bandai, you know, decided to...
1: Yeah, I mean, most companies would probably just write it off and say, like, well, sorry.
0: Yeah, and I remember something recently happened with... um, not recently, but like Hasbro's Power Ranger line, I, I want to say like one of the Power Rangers, the head came printed not too well, and they would send you a new one if you reached out. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, that's cool, but I wonder how many people don't reach out, and they save they like calculated, if we make the consumer have to reach out to us, there's less, you know, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a, do you remember when the, First Matrix movie came out, and uh, they released the action figure set for for the Matrix, and there were some of them that had, um, you know, some we'll say some sculpting issues. Um, I'll let you guys Google exactly what the problem was, but those those figures, like the first line before they fixed it, those go for an insane amount of money right now on wow. eBay. Wow!
0: So. I that's weird. I don't remember that. I. Um but that's actually pretty interesting, especially how it's dictated what is then worth something that has really no value other than the perceived value. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Red Letter Media and they had that VHS movie, Nuki, that is just a horrible movie no one cares about, but they were able to make it worth more than a Back to the Future 2 VHS tape that was graded at
1: the highest level. they're just kind
0: of they were trying to prove how that stuff
1: doesn't really matter um yeah right well and and everything is only worth what people will pay for it right so
0: yeah yeah just like the wound board (laughs) i just got it because it was but anyway with the yeah uh, with this easy eight though it's just a cool suit in general like it reminds me that i want to do a video on this because the idea is that this is a gundam but like, it doesn't look like the typical Gundam, and there's a lot of interesting things going on with it. Like even the, uh, let's see if I can get this stuff open. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, the the chest piece opens, and it's supposed to mimic like in the show where it had, um, you know, the easy maintenance that can go yeah, on. Yeah,
1: kind of like opens up and kind of leans forward. Yeah.
0: Um, which then I read that that chest piece is made out of a zaku two shield which is very interesting that's and wild so like when they were rebuilding shiro's gundam they i think they purposely did that for a reason i need to dive in more and i'll make a video about it but i guess it had something to do with by that time they knew what they could do to reinforce a mobile suit to make it stronger so yeah by that time in the war upgrading the ground gundam they knew what things to add on to it
1: um, it's pre- pretty cool. I mean, it really yeah. is like, you know, field repairs. And, and it's one of the reasons that, like, the, uh, the shield is a different color from the main body. You know, unlike yeah, any other that's Gundam, it's that's like, really cool. oh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, it's just one of those neat sort of lore type deals where, yeah. you know, it's like this was obviously put together in the field by people who, you know, maybe they, they knew about mobile suits, but they're not like engineers. Right,
0: yeah. They just yeah needed to get it ready for yeah battle, yeah. um, okay. So another another interesting thing is that it comes with that backpack for when it's entering. Well, it's already in the atmosphere, but I guess when it's doing some land drops from the air, and it like has a little propulsion to it, and it even comes with the uh, effect parts for that for the propulsion. That's awesome. So, yeah, a, a neat. Uh, Does a it neat come
1: with like a parachute? <laughs> No, no
0: parachute. Because no. I was
1: going to say, I'm pretty sure that the the no grade, um, 144th scale, came with a uh, like a, one of those like little thin plastic yeah. parachutes. Yeah. Um, I definitely threw it off my. You know, I I was on the top bunk of, of my uh, bunk bed, and I definitely threw my EZ Eight off the top, trying to get the parachute to.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, <What> an idiot.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. But I'm sure it didn't break, right? <laughs> I mean. Not, not so far that I couldn't put it back together. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. There you go. No, that's – yeah, that's cool. When, when these model kits or roller or whatever, when they come with accessories that give context to what it was doing in the show or whatever, that's always – yeah, that's always fun. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think that does it for, um, yeah, the stuff that I got. Just wanted to show that off because I just happened to get a lot of stuff at once. Um okay so this other thing um I'm going to show let me fix that real quick um or is it showing it Oh yeah there we go okay Um yeah a couple things so when so when it comes to some news um so GBO2 the atlas is out if you guys haven't seen it there's a video on my channel which it's almost outdated now because anyone can use the atlas if you win it but i'm showing (laughs) off some exclusive video clips of the atlas um how it's using its weapons it's very accurate to the anime um which i think i love that they always do that with these gbo2 suits it's like okay let's give it weapons but it's based on what it does that you know, um, So even yeah. in the video, I'm going through the weapons, and I was even looking at the wiki at the same time to match them up. Um, anyway, That's so what's cool. also going on is the yeah, Spring Festival. So I want to say, like, if you log in, I think every day there's going to be um, a, a chance to get a free mobile suit. Um, each week, you get 10 free supply drops. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, okay, this might not be every day. Yeah, it might be, yeah, because they were doing something, I think, last week or the week before, where it's like every day you g- can get a suit. It's pretty yeah. crazy how often they give, up, give away stuff. The, the neat thing, though, is from SD Gun and Battle Alliance, there was those GM uh, g- Gather Road-type
1: That's Um, how I pronounce it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But um, it's just kind of cool that that's actually a suit now that's going to be in Battle Operation 2. So... Yeah. And, and, you know, what's interesting with this gather road, and I haven't really looked into a lot of the... Actually, let me just look it up real quick. Like, in the story of SD Gundam Battle Alliance, it it starts where the... uh, mobile suits get, like, sucked into the other universe or whatever. Right. So what makes me think, then, is that Gatherode a a UC Canon GM?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, that was, like, an original GM in the game. And then, like, uh, I I remember the story that the AI in the story was like, okay, we're going to camouflage your GM to look like a one-year war GM. And and so that's where it's, like, the gray chest piece turns red hmm interesting
0: yeah so then uh, yeah i wondered then how much it really is within uc but i mean hey it's in gbo2 so there you go but anyway it, it's this thing where i think it's dlc you buy where you get 31 tokens and the the suit and i think that's a good way to go about DLC, like, it's mostly gotcha, where you have to spend money on coins and then hope you get something. This is a way to get coins and a GM, and it's cheaper than doing it another way, so...
1: Yeah. I definitely wish that there was some kind of, like, a discount offered if you already have Battle Alliance on PS4. Yeah. Like, that, you know, that way you kind of get that cross-promotion benefit, but... Yeah, because Fairy
0: linked with GBO2, they can build in the, a system like that, and they really should have. They really should have... Yeah, um, that would have been the way to get something. Um, so another thing is what's cool in GBO2 is they have, like, those boss battles you can do with... It's, like, PvE. You can do it with friends. Those are a They've lot of fun. The, the Shamblo is in it next, which maybe it was before and I had missed it, but that's pretty crazy that they're they make all the mobile armors
1: yeah um so so far i mean how many have you played against have you did you do the both of the psycho gundams yeah
0: i think i did all of them except for maybe i don't know i might have missed one or two uh uh, previously
1: um yeah well and that uh the anna rose rosenheim version of the queen monza is i mean to me at least it was way harder than the regular queen Monza.
0: oh yeah i had to <laughs> i think that was one that lord mobius uss talos might have helped me with i had to like recruit people to be like hey, guys help me
1: <laughs> clan <laughs> because, help
0: <laughs> yeah right which i want to add something so yeah i've been playing a lot with talos um to where he's like teaching me a lot of little things that have been helpful so another Gundam-related thing I've been doing this week is playing Code Fairy. And, I mean, I played it before and I beat it. But to go back and beat all the levels on Normal because it's a hard game. So I was able to complete everything on Normal. um, And now I'm going to go back and get S on everything. Uh, But what I was getting at is, you know, playing with USS Talos, doing that exhibition event with Bandai, it's, like, taught me a lot of these high-level basics yeah. that I'm applying it to Code Fairy and I'm murdering, like, the missions. So I, I want to throw that out there for anyone that is stuck in Code Fairy because some of it can get hard is, like, learning what they're trying to teach you in GBO2 translates really well to decimating
1: uh, in Code Fairy. See, now, like, I'm I'm the opposite because I, f- I feel spoiled in Co- Code Fairy because you have those pilot skills. Oh, so- yeah. Yeah. The one thing I'm always like, when I'm playing GBO2, I'm like, oh, I wish I could fairy step so bad. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's the thing, Code Fairy, I'll be at a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm about to die, I'm getting surrounded, I'll just use my uh, ability, get, like, what, 30% health back. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. that is kind of a cool little uh, power-up to have. Um, But anyway, you know, a goal, too, of mine with Code Fairy, and I don't know how many people have actually done this, is I want to Beat it all on hard and get S's because then you unlock all the movies because I think that's the easiest way for me to dive into the story because it's if if you think about it, Code Fairy really is just another Gundam story. I mean, it's yeah, it has animation. It tells the story in North America of just some Zionic soldiers left behind trying to hold California base, and then it dives into some older lore and there's new type stuff going on. So um, it, for really me, cool. when it comes to video games, it's like gameplay first, but now I want to go back, revisit all the movies, kind of do a breakdown. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's the same way it is with side stories. Like I wrote, I wish oh. that we would get a proper translation of uh side stories to English so that I know. we could enjoy that story a little bit better.
0: And, and what's crazy about that is there's so many stories in there, right? It's like all of those I'd love in English, and you get it to a degree in SD Generation Genesis, but it's in that format it's a little of truncated. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's smaller form, not in terms of the storytelling, but also the look of the the mobile <laughs> suits, and it just makes it hard. You know, it, it's funny you say that because I, someone had brought up to one of the Bandai people I'm working with, like you need to localize missing link or side yeah. st- even though it's been so long. Um, but I, it, yeah, it was, I mean, still I think it would be to cool
1: to, you know, cause even the way that Gundam side stories is where it's like, it's a re-release of like blue destiny and Xeonic front and all of these other side stories, but just updated with that, that game engine. How cool would it be to get like side stories, but with GBO two gameplay? Yeah. Like just take GBO two and, skin it with yeah missing link and uh blue destiny
0: i I totally agree because the one thing that held that game back was the the forced lock on that yeah was like not even necessary at all but it just made it easy to get to the next unit but on some of the missions that really required you know you to stay alive it's like you didn't (laughs) want that lock on to get in the way I would rather right. just aim and shoot, yeah. Agreed. Okay, well, cool. Okay, another thing is that... So the Metaverse thing they've announced before, but I guess it's now more of a real thing because it's a Gundam build Metaverse where it's going to start with, uh, yeah, three episodes.
1: Yeah, they're doing like a mini series. Well, so
0: then does that mean this is a sequel... Or a continuation of all the build shows that have come out, and I haven't watched question. them. Yeah, if anyone in the chat knows, like, are all the build shows like cons- consistent? Is it like a storyline, or do they are they continuations? That would make it more enticing to start from the beginning. I did watch the YouTube shorts that came out when the uh, kits were coming out, like in Target oh, Battlelog.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool.
0: Yeah, I thought that was actually pretty cool, and that was at a time where I didn't care about anything outside UC. But they did a good job of when there's low stakes because no one really dies. They did a good job of making it entertaining.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, I enjoyed Build Fighters. Try I have I didn't watch you know Divers or Re Rise any of that uh, stuff. So
0: okay, yeah, Brian is saying he's watched the series (laughs) yet. Let me know. Are they all related? Um. Goose is saying the first two are. Okay. So Yeah. Um Oh, you know what? Santa Bell is saying if they're adding a bunch of not mainline UC suits to GBO two, they should add in the uh that engage the UC engage to the RX seventy eight MS00Z. But that yeah, that's that cool like Gundam they've gotten engage, and I, I would think they would do that because it seems like they're kinda if they're adding stuff
1: from Battle Alliance yeah i mean they're they're running out of like msv stuff that they're like okay yeah. well let's let's start collaborating with some of these other games out there and
0: yeah I, you know i think that would be next yeah, especially considering the pc release hasn't happened yet and it should be sh- shortly um yeah. and they said something about continuing for seven years so like that's that's just nuts to think that's wild Okay, Santo Bell is also saying, yes, all the Build Fighters uh, Diver shows are all connected through loosely between Fighters and Drivers shows. Neo-X, yes, the Build Series and the uh, Diversity Series are related, and that's the Divers, are related okay. all together. It first starts out with the original, then the Build Series, then the Tri Series, and then the other stuff happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm about to finish Seed Destiny, so... Um, I would uh, there's but there's still so many shows I could choose from <laughs> to watch but uh maybe a palate cleanser yeah like a, a build yeah um Brian Zangelli, the build fighters was the beginning and tribe was the continuation of where build fighters left off yeah and I started one of the shows where it's like at the beginning Rumble Raw not really him but there's a character that looks just like him yeah I think he's like the dad of someone um
1: and they, they have a lot of fun with that. A lot of those inside jokes um,
0: Yeah, you know, throughout
1: all the build series.
0: And that seems like that would be fun, but you'd have to be in on it, you know? Um, right, yeah. But, you know, with this, at least they have officially announced the next step for their metaverse, even if this doesn't really still tell us... Well, like how we're gonna be involved with the metaverse unless we watch it through an app and in that app they're making it where here's some kits you can buy that are from these episodes you know yeah something
1: um like i said i I do know that uh that bandai has partnered with deep motion ai which is an ai um 3d animation suite um so theoretically speaking If they were to start doing like a metaverse project, you know, we've talked about like, you know, scanning in your Gunpla and that kind of thing. Deep motion AI would help uh, bridge that gap from, you know, just a a flat 3D model to rigging it and animating it using humanoid animations, which are are very easily translated between 3D models. Um, So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of potential there. The, the things and and I think that they even brought up the idea of like user generated content, which mm. who knows what that means like whether that's yeah. people contributing stuff to like a community page or something but uh mm. I mean there's there's a lot of potential there, and I think that um yeah, it'll be interesting to see which way they go with it,
0: yeah because they, they yeah you're right there's a lot of potential I mean because we've even seen some things like Amiibos almost kind of cross over into that idea yeah. In, you know, it's funny, it reminds me, like, I think just recently there was some hearing with Facebook's meta, like, where they were, uh, I forget what this was, I don't know if this was a political thing or some, I don't know, but basically they are saying you need to describe what you mean by a metaverse. And they go, well, it's basically just VR. So it was <laughs> like the first time that they were kind of really saying, you know, metaverse is just the buzzword. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and and that's fair, you know. Yeah. You you think about like all the different types of branding out there, like you know, uh, we call band aids band aids. We don't call them uh, right bandages. You know, it's like yep. it's it's not surprising to me that they want to kind of stake a claim in VR as like, oh, this isn't just VR. This is the metaverse.
0: Yeah, no, and but for them to say that, but then we see Bandai actually. Starting to deliver, even though we, I don't feel the universeness of it yet. But they yeah. are doing this gun to build metaverse, and it could be the stories that are told are related to what they're going to be releasing or whatever to us eventually. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it'll definitely. Hopefully, the the idea behind the show is to kind of wet the appetite of users into the metaverse. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to have that tech you were talking about, probably. Um, yeah, it's probably all related. So,
1: yeah, there was even mention of like, um, you know, different types of Web3 applications, which would be oh, yeah. very interesting, um, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I'm really curious to see where this goes because I even feel like, you know, there's that thing I felt like I've been dealing with as an adult where I'm buying this plastic and then it's like, I get some satisfaction. It's like, well, what now? And I feel like I feel like a lot of people feel that, especially as you are an adult and you get responsibilities, and then you have to think about your purchases. But like adding this other level to where there's more of an investment in your purchase, like where I can take it on to the universe with me or the metaverse, whatever. I think that could be a way to change in general. And again, I think Nintendo showed wisely Nintendo as a brand they're separated from the rest of the video game companies I think because they do their own thing they know how to yeah. leverage their IP um, and
1: yeah I mean, I think... they, they still don't have you know, you, you, know you, you can't play a blu-ray on a switch like yeah. that's they, they are a, an exclusively gaming company not like an entertainment system the way that uh, that Sony and right. Microsoft have have drifted
0: Because you can't just find lobbies to go chat with people, voice chat, and then jump into a game. It's like you have to use that game's specific... And usually the way it's made is not to chat because Nintendo just wants to avoid that. So, yeah, it is interesting. In a way, Nintendo does have its own metaverse. Really. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Okay. Next up... um, it has to do with P. Bandai, the Neo Zeon oh, that sold out, unfortunately. Now, this is the narrative version. Yep. So, so there's that, the one from Unicorns Red, Um, a narrative. I think the idea was the Federation had it by the time narrative took place, but then they allowed the sleeves to have it because they wanted to trigger the Phoenix coming or something. Isn't it something like that? I could be off.
1: Yeah, um, it's a it's a very silly um <laughs> yeah to quote well, one of my favorite movies, bold strategy, Cotton. We'll yeah. see how it plays <laughs> out for him.
0: Well, it's weird because that by that time in like you see stories, it's it's really hard to figure out who's really the good guy or the bad guy. Now now it seems yeah. like it's just groups trying to get the latest technology yeah. to be able to have you know the latest technology. So you, you know, it's interesting. Apparently, this sold out within minutes, and. It's wild. one of those things where three hundred and ten is a lot of money, but it's like I would like to get something like this.
1: You that's know, I, and, I mean that's that's the size of a toddler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but
0: I, I'm wondering, did they was this announced before that it was going to be up for pre order eventually, or was it just a few days before that they announced it? I want to say I the. Mean, yeah, they like yeah. announced it and it was up because this is the type of thing where, like, if they told me today, hey, in July this will be up for pre-order, I would then be putting aside cash and then yeah. I would feel better about dropping three ten.
1: But by, by the time I heard that they were reprinting it, uh, it, it was already sold out.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I know it's crazy. In And, you know, I was talking before about how with P-Bandai, it seems like that's not much of an issue anymore. You can typically get what you want, and it doesn't sell out. Here's the stuff that I think we talked about last time. It's still up for pre-order. Yeah. Um, But I bet with the Zeong, it it was a mix of, okay, it's another big expensive unit we haven't had out in a while. How many people are actually going to bite? They don't want to, you know, overproduce.
1: Yeah, and I mean it. I, th- I think that just given the size of it and the uh, the color separation and all of that stuff, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to produce. I w- it w- it would be a very limited run, I imagine. Yeah. Because you have to think, like you know, if they're running all these injection mold machines, you know, every neo Zeong means like five high grades or two master grades that aren't going to get printed, <laughs> right? Like maybe more. <laughs> maybe like, more. Who I, knows? It, it's crazy to think. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good and that's a good point to it. So, or maybe they just fished these ones out of the ocean from that ship that sank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how much these might be waterlogged now. You know, I, <laughs> I, I'm that's... kidding. That is I, that is total speculation. I have but no that evidence. is a
0: neat idea, though, to think during that time where there was a lot of this lost cargo, how many pirates are taking it upon themselves with their vessels to go out and try to like find this
1: stuff that would be pretty neat i'm surprised that they haven't made that like a show on tlc or something like yeah (laughs) like 21st century pirates
0: yeah and Uh, they like open up one of the canisters it's just gumpla they're like there's just a bunch of plastic (laughs) we can't do anything with this oh we were
1: gonna get a car
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway you know my takeaway from this is that is a cool piece to have and i probably won't be getting it soon yeah, that's about it.
1: And personally I'd prefer the uh the red, the unicorn version, yeah. Yeah, same here.
0: I would need that first and then later I would get the narrative once I get the new house that can fit
1: things. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you just, you know, kick your family out and turn one of their <laughs> rooms into <laughs> into the gunpla room. No, um
0: but uh yeah, um let me look at chat real quick. We're getting to the end of the show. Um I need to find a way to get the is from Santo Bell, the Psychodoga P Bandai kit because I guess they have it, but is it because you're in Australia? Maybe it's not available to purchase that way. New Neo Zeong may have fishy smell. Okay, that's the way to determine where they got their it's a teacher, supply. Not a bug. <laughs> um, the plastic will be fine. It's all wrapped up. I don't need a box or instructions. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Let's see. Oh yeah, Santa Bustin can't yeah. buy P Bandai kits there. Wow.
1: Well, really, does that even apply to? Um, and you know, I am not sponsored in any way by uh, by this gentleman. But uh, have you checked out the Hangar Bay? Um, the Hangar Bay is a eBay slash Shopify reseller of P Bandai kits. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure he ships worldwide. He definitely ships to the U.S. But basically what you do is, you know, you go to his website, you can pre-order things that are available for pre-order on P-Bandai, and he'll pre-order it for you and ship it for you. So,
0: Wow, and he has that Neo Zeong and it's sold out.
1: <sighs> See, he couldn't even get his hands on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it does say, please message me if you'd like to order. Maybe he's really trying to determine if you're really going to buy it or not. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I kind of like how they have how he yeah has the setup. Thanks for the, the shout yeah, out to yeah. that. Um,
1: I mean, that was the only way I was able to get my Totus Ritter was because um, mm. you know the it didn't go on pre order uh, on the USP Bandai site, so I was like, oh. I gotta find a reseller. <laughs> um, wow, yeah, that would annoy me. Um, <laughs> right. That's <all> how <laughs> I feel about the uh, Vincent Gleisner Giradoga. That's like the Gundam Base Limited. Oh, yeah. Because um, so. that
0: would be a good one.
1: Yeah, that'd be a good one to
0: get. It's really cool. Um, ooh, this Master Grade Gundam X Impulse looks awesome, actually. Maybe I can share that again. <laughs> He's <laughs> now like, that I'm... <laughs> well, now <laughs> that I'm watching Destiny, um, I'm into the Impulse stuff. But that's a that's a yeah. good-looking... Actually, let me... uh. I don't think I had this. Shit. Yeah, that's uh, a really good-looking Gundam.
1: That's pretty sweet-looking.
0: Yeah, just straight-up a Gundam. That That looks cool. Yeah, thanks for that. You know, I'm going to actually drop this link in the chat because I bet someone could make use of that. Oh, that's a Build Diver kit. Oh, interesting. That makes See? a lot of sense. Learning all this stuff. And fun, funnily enough, what? Sometimes <laughs> uh, the kits on build divers look cooler than what they were based In their on their counterpart. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um. Okay. Well, you know what? I think that'll do it for today's show. Thanks everyone for showing up. I cannot believe there was another crash. This time, I am going to uh, guess it was having that ultra low latency. Maybe it just could not keep up with me shooting the video out.
1: Maybe we'll do a stress test like tomorrow. Do like a, uh, yeah, you know, maybe. Pop, pop on some 0081 and see if we can't. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that'd be. And then I'll use like the green screen thing and see like if what is actually causing the crashes. Because I I hate to watch a podcast <laughs> or listen. And then there's some like mess up and then they're talking about it. It's like, okay, come on. Just get with the content. So I my plan <laughs> right, is to deliver right. the best Gundam experience, guys. So just yeah. Um,
1: I'd say I'd say that you're doing a pretty dang good job. Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Um well, okay, that does it, guys. Thanks for everyone that joined. Jump into our Discord if you haven't. Check the links in the description. There's ways you can support myself or Steven if you want, so you can get your week of Gundam um every week. But uh I think that does it. So yeah peace out everyone see you thank you cheers